I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because uh, Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're here for people... The, the the dozens of us survivors that are the left, whole twelve, the people that even waited for our slow asses to get caught up. <laughs> All right, uh, we're recapping The Walking Dead, the final season. Uh, I think after tonight we have four more episodes to go. Mm. Uh, this, fly, I know it might sound stupid, but I feel like we're flying through the season. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's taking a lot not to just binge it just to get to the next one when I see another episode. But I'm I know the audience is used to the wait between and they're used to having an episode per recap, so they don't have to you know stop the show because we like oh mm-hmm. we're gonna do three today or whatever. Right. So I'm just trying to keep it to the tradition, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, that way, when we add it to the Walking Dead playlist on Spotify, it'll be like nothing ever changed, you nothing. know. Um, but yes. It is Walking Dead recap time. All right, Walking Dead time. This episode was titled What's Been Lost. It's actually directed by Aisha Tyler. Oh, for real? Yeah, one of my problematic faves. Okay, love her. Love her work. Um, you know, she's she's actually been in episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, that dope-ass wrestling episode. That was so mm-hmm. fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's the 173rd episode and the 20th of this season, meaning there's four left after this one. Karen, you know how we start. What did you think about this episode in general? I like this episode. This episode was really good. It was really fast paced. Good. I I love the pace moving. It concluded a lot of things. It kind of answered some questions, but it brought up some other things, which I got a feeling to answer later on. And uh, just from the preview last week, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And uh, it really was. I enjoyed this episode a lot. Yeah, um, I I did, too. I thought it was fast moving. Um, the runtime seems to be somewhere around like an hour, six minutes with commercials, but you know, the days of the hour, 30 minute, hour, 40 minute slog sometimes that's gone. And I just appreciate the tight, like amount of, uh, plot movement that happened in this episode. Mm -hmm. Everything seems to be moving forward at a rapid pace. Shout out to Jessica Kane. Cut some of this shit out. Yeah. There's not a lot of, uh, filler in my opinion. Mm -mm. And, uh, and yet it's still also stylistically good. Um, that's, you know, these recaps are short, but I honestly think that's because the, I, I'm, I like the way the show is moving. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's been lost? I wrote two different, uh, locations. I got on the run with Carol and Daryl, basically. And then I have, uh, the governor's house. <clears throat> with every, everything that happened with Yumiko and Pamela and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not really sure which one to go with first. I guess we'll go with the governor's house. Although some of the governor's house stuff will have spoilers for the second part I'm about to tell you. But it, it, this is the boring part, so I'll just say we do this first. Okay. Okay. This is the least action. Uh, so Pamela Milton is talking to some donors 
after, of course, we watched her son get zombified and uh, eaten and yeah, get exposed they, with the videotape, right? I mean, uh, audio tape. Yeah, they were sitting in there like, uh, uh, yes, uh, great job. Uh, 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 what do I make my donation check out to? Yeah, Pamela felt like Drew Barrymore coming back to work with no writers uh, because I don't know if you saw the latest news, but Drew Barrymore's show is coming back. The writers declined to come back. I, mean, I said I said it would happen. Yeah, because it, did I didn't I say? Yeah, because and what I said, what I said, I told didn't I it, say? Right. I said what would happen when I said so because they was like this is the opposite. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Yeah, cause you right. Yep. 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 Right. Yeah, Rod was right. What was that again? Oh, yeah. Rod was right. Rod was right. I've been right about all of it! We've been right about all of it! Woo! Yes! Yes! <laughs> they were mad because they was like, this is literally the opposite of everything you stand for. And, you know, in their mind, they was like, hey, if something like this was to happen again, we know that you won't have our backs as writers. She was walking right past him. I said that shit on the show. I said, I don't know how they're going to go back to work with her because she walked past. Like, she walked in that building while they were outside picketing. Mm-hmm. That's not a slight people can just take. Mm-hmm. And at that level, because um, it was her co the, the the, like, head writers. Co- she has three co-head writers. Mm-hmm. At that level, you making hair writer money. You might have some options. Like staff writers like me, you probably going I would have walked right back up in that bitch and just been mad that she was did that shit, but I wouldn't have said nothing. Right. They was like, oh, oh, everybody coming back, so I can right. get another job somewhere but, else. Yeah, the co writer like the that at that point you can probably find another job where you just have enough money to work on your stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. pet projects. Or you're right. making a huge sacrifice to make a point. Either way, all three of them women was like, we not coming back. So Mm-mm. that's how Pamela felt this episode. She was sitting there talking about, oh, don't worry. We're going to get the donations going and, uh, and order is going to be restored and everything is going to be fine. And then the people was like, well, long as the check clear. But I was like, I don't see Max in there. Obviously, Sebastian ain't in there. Mercer ain't in there. She in there with the B team. Okay. Um, and just like she had the B team security going on, yeah, she did. Yumiko busted up in there when Pamela was talking about, I'm gonna stop all the immigration, that'll fix everything. And this one donor was like, I'm sorry, you lost your son. And Yumiko busted in there, I was like, Man, fuck her son. We're my friends, <laughs> right? The fuck is happening? What's going on up in here? Now, last time the episode ended with us seeing Rosita get you know abducted basically right minding her business and just got a bag over her head and yanked so if yumiko's busting in here asking about where her friends are we know more of them are going missing Mm -hmm. and so pamela like um let listen let yumiko go she because there's no threat here and yumiko's like bitch i am the threat and milton was like clear the room everybody so we could talk and essentially she tells yumiko yeah I've been kidnapping your friends. I got them. Um, we removed them from the Commonwealth. And she's like, this against the law. What is, you know, Yumiko's like, this against the law. You don't, what do you even stand for? And and Pamela's like, actually, 
it's about the law it's about justice i'm blackmailing you because i want you as a lawyer to represent the commonwealth in the trial of the commonwealth versus eugene um whatever his last name is like Porter. porter yeah she's like uh, you gonna be the the fucking head prosecutor, um, and if you don't, you ain't gonna never see your friends again. Yeah, she looked at her like the hell I will. <laughs> well, she then threatens Yumiko's brother. Yep, uh, who is not one of the Alexanders. He just he was living there the whole time, right? Minding <laughs> his business, and we know from our interactions with him, he's kind. I don't want to call him a coward. That's probably not fair, <laughs> but he's very much like I would be in the commonwealth was like girl they got running water what okay some yeah. people get kidnapped once in a while what's that got to do with this yeah and then also with her brother he was like i liked being underneath the radar well i was not seen nobody knew who the fuck i was you march your ass in here and have me in a position where i can be seen which is not what he desired in the first place he just don't want no stress right you know, he's very much like, he listen, like, man, I, I just want to make ice cream or cakes. Child. He was like, I just want to make cupcakes and be on Food Wars, Alexandria Food Wars, or, 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 or whatever they are, Food Wars. The hell is this? I don't want to fix no uh, cancers or nothing. Just Mm-mm. nothing but but easy, smooth sailing for me. Give me a job with the least responsibility possible. The least. And uh, that's who Pamela threatened. She was like, I'll, I'll, something might happen to your brother if you don't do what I do. Sell you to, Yumiko. Um, and she's like, I'm going, Pamela says, I'm about to go prepare this press conference and your ass better be there or be square telling everybody <laughs> you're going to prosecute Eugene. Don't be late. And Yumiko leaves and goes to the, and she does storm off and that's, and like Pamela like looks at her for a second and she storms off like, yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. Like they're really taking the mask off of Pamela and this now the last two episodes to be like, oh, she got a, not just a. She doesn't just have a politician side to her. She has like a evil do dirt side to her. Yeah, which is, I think, has always been there. And I think that uh, she used to have her her boy she was ripping on last week do a lot of that shit. But now she's having to do it herself since she kind of, you know, locked him in in a room with the zombies. And killed some of his men. So who knows if those people could even do dirt right now. Right. Um, So then... Yumiko goes to the hospital to see her brother, who's now a doctor and not a baker anymore. Mm-mm. And she tells him that, hey, Pamela took my friends and he black and she blackmailing me. What do you think I should do? Now, I think this is interesting because, one, she's asking him for advice in this scene. And I'm not saying that she wouldn't, the character wouldn't ask, but... I guess in my mind, I feel like she's the one that always seems to know. She seems to be the one that would know what to do, not ask what to do. But I think the show kind of needed her to be in the hospital for what happens later in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, oh, we'll have her go talk to her brother. Also, it reminds the audience who her brother is. It's not he'd be on the screen every week. Correct. But, of course, he gives the advice I thought he was going to give. Oh, no. Uh Cause he's not about that life. If it is, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen nothing. <clears throat> so he's very much like, just keep your head down. Let her prosecute your friend. Yeah, she threatened me too. Like, let's yeah. keep everybody safe. And and he said something that I knew was not true, but he, cause he don't know, you know, her crew. He was like, this is what they would have wanted. I was thinking, the fuck they would. Right. And so, um, she then says, uh. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> so you just accept it. That's you just gonna accept this bullshit. And he said it's not acceptance; it's survival. Um. So she goes to leave, you know, and she doesn't look like she's mad at him. She looks like she's might be about to take his advice. I don't know, because mm-hmm. he's like, just fucking do the blackmail trial, bitch. What's wrong with you? Stop trying to <laughs> fuck things up. <laughs> do everything. And so on her way out, Connie is in like a supply closet, and she like. W- like motions to Yumiko come here in the closet and because uh you know Connie uh uses ASL they basically can have this conversation with just their hands where they right. talk out loud Mm-mm. and <clears throat> just one of the things that is a, a asset in the ZPOC that you would think would be a detriment but it's like actually the ability to communicate in a way that you don't have to use your voices correct is extremely important especially when you're hiding from the secret police yes it would be very important not to be heard (laughs) so they had this long conversation connie says basically she got away they tried to kidnap her she stabbed the dude in the leg um and got free even though she looked around kelly got taken uh connie came to the hospital because she knew she stabbed that man he was gonna need medical attention right she know how to stab and so she they look through a vent and see he's actually in the room next to them mm-hmm. so because connie's been keeping track the whole time then they have like a little bit of an argument because connie's plan is i'm gonna wait till this man's leaving the hospital i'm gonna follow him to where he goes next that's probably where our friends will be mm-hmm. but there's two problems with this number one connie is obviously a wanted person the second they see her on the street she's done for yes i'm not gonna report her um and then uh secondly um you know yumiko wants to uh to help and to follow the man instead of her um because um uh she she knows they're not looking for her like they're like but they know if she spotted following this man it'll obviously mean that yumiko has spoken to connie Mm because connie stabbed him and now yumiko's following him to see where her friends are so it was kind of a risky plan but um connie says she trusts yumiko and she's gonna let her do it and but that also means they can't see each other anymore like like it's too it's gonna be too dangerous for me to be around you if people know that you followed that dude and I must have told you about it or something like right, that. Right, because when she initially told her, she was like, I don't think this is a good idea. And she mm-hmm. was like, I didn't I don't care, I didn't ask you. I didn't ask for your permission. I this is something You're I saying was saying she do. and she, but Oh Connie. Yeah, Connie was like, I didn't ask you <laughs> if uh, <laughs> I didn't ask for your permission, yeah. woman. I told you what I was gonna do. Yeah, I love that line. Um <clears throat> And her face and everything, her expression was just like, uh, it's my sister. I don't, I don't need you to approve me going to try to save my sister. Um, and we know Connie done done so much shit by herself, got, you know, lost and came all the way back through the Z-Pac. She ain't waiting on Yumiko to approve shit. Um, but anyway, Yumiko tries to follow him, right? So, um, And she does a terrible job. She does a terrible job. She gets spotted. Yeah, she wouldn't even trying to hide. She wouldn't even trying to like slow her pace down where there would be some form of a distance or anything. She was like basically right on his ass. Yeah, dude managed to like double back and literally look her in the face like, I know you following me. And they didn't say anything, but it was like busted, you know. 
So uh, now everyone knows that she talked to Connie. They, mm-hmm. And they know Connie's out there somewhere, right? Right. So now back in the mayor's office, Pamela dictates notes to a new assistant where she's talking about the, either the trial or basically execution of Eugene and how, mm-hmm. oh, we'll put the security 20 feet back. We don't want people to feel like, you know, they're under siege. <laughs> um, but she's, you know, her she's in her Hillary Clinton mode, you know, just bossing there bossing it up and she's like um make sure you write that down max and the woman's like looks at her and she's like oh i'm sorry because she's been max has been working for us so long and obviously max can't come back this is a we didn't see mercer or max this week but this is another one of those moments where i question mercer's plan and, I, and how he doesn't see what's gonna happen mm-hmm. because to me i'm like you know Max isn't back at her job because that confession, whatever, nothing's ever gonna make that whole or right. Nope. And if if And if, Max wouldn't take the job anyway. Right. And she hasn't changed her mind about Pamela Milton. And Pamela Milton, I think, is a type to, oh, we'll get rid of Eugene and then get rid of Max too eventually. Like yes, she, would. she does dirt and why would you let this loose the thread out here, you know? So I don't know how Mercer didn't realize he, he needs to side with the Alexandrians, but just out of necessity, but he feels like some days he's playing checkers. Yeah, just to watch him go out because he's trying to follow the rules. And yeah, like, dog, like Negan told him, everybody, follow, you the only one following the rules. You see what the fuck everybody else doing, and they ain't not following the rules. So then, um, uh, she gets a phone call, Pamela Milton does, and she's like, oh, what? And then she rushes to the prison. In the prison, she finds zombie Sebastian's body dead, dead. Like, mm-hmm. the skull has been crushed. The brains, it's very gross looking. Brains mm-hmm. on the cell floor. Hornsby is missing. And in the brains is Hornsby's coin, the one she pulled out of his pocket last episode. <laughs> like a magic trick. That made it like, yeah, magic dick. I thought she was <laughs> grabbing his balls. Me too. But uh, she put, he left that coin there to let her know he desecrated that body mm-hmm. which on two levels is interesting on the first level it is team petty oh my god what a petty thing for hornsby to do two it's it so points out how much of a liar he is because he was begging like i'll do i'm gonna work for your family i love i'm mm-hmm. pamela you'll never have to work I, and, i'm at your disposal all and that he shit. desecrated the body of her son <laughs> Just to be like an extra fuck you, because he really did hate her and that family, and he and he doesn't see himself being subservient to her. Period. Mm-mm. Uh, so I, I think that was the whole point of him breaking out and doing shit undercover without her permission, and and going to these other places and basically creating his own little thing outside of her. I think that was his biggest thing about um, Alexandria Hilltop. You know, in Oceanside was he basically wanted his like own separate piece that he could run outside of her and away from her. He's like Starscream. You know, he mm. can't he fundamentally can't lead, but he can never be anybody's number two. It's because he won't accept that I'm just a number two. Like he feels like he has to be equal. And I think his ego made him be like, I'm gonna put this coin in the thing just to show that bitch, 
you don't play me like this, but mm -hmm. it's it's very it, like I need you to know I'm the one that desecrated the body. Right. Uh, later, Yumiko goes to Eugene's cell in in jail to update him on everything, and she says that you know, like I fucked up. I got caught following the dude, and she says all this within like kind of earshot of security. Mm -hmm. But it seems like they weren't they were talking quiet, but not like. They weren't mincing words, like trying right. to talk in code or whatever. Mm -mm. So he's caught up on everything, and she he knows the choice she has to make, prosecute me, or basically our friends that are kidnapped are going to get killed or whatever. And he says, yeah, just go ahead and prosecute me. I knew that when I turned myself in that I was probably going to get killed. Right. Um, and then she's like, um, it's... It's not your fault. And he tells her that it's not your fault for getting busted, following dude. Yeah, you want to help. And then lastly, he says, but even if you do everything Pamela says, how do we know she will live up to her end of the deal? Ain't that the truth? We don't know. Mm -hmm. We and don't know because he's like, it's been too much shady shit happening. Yeah, I'm with him because... I, like that's the big thing to me is like I mean go along with the plan to extend the amount of time that everyone can be alive and stuff but you know this plan is not a good plan on Pamela's part because she truly does not know these people she just thinks she does but she's soft because she from she from uh, the Commonwealth all them niggas soft mm -hmm. um, they just don't know they soft right compared to other groups that they've yeah. been, they've uh, went across in the past yeah the stability makes them think they're not soft but they soft as, as baby butter okay <laughs> but um, <laughs> the thing that um, uh, the thing the thing that I thought was interesting here was. Uh, Eugene's like follow the plan anyway cause he's ready to die like coward Eugene yeah. scared maybe when the, the moment comes he'll be scared and shit but I mean he right did now. not renege on that shit he was right like now, nope he ten toes down he was like I'm gonna take full blame I'm gonna take full responsibility you know because in his mind he was like if somebody had I would rather sacrifice myself than to sacrifice Max, you know, right. even though it was her idea and we was in this together, you know, he was like, I'm just going to push her out and just be like, nope, she had nothing to do with it. It was 100% me. I'm the one that forced her to do it so that, you know, she can live a life. Now, Karen, what do you think about Pamela's plan in general, which is, you know, kidnap the Alexandrians to blackmail Yumiko into being a prosecutor for the Commonwealth against Eugene so they can put on a show trial, I guess give Eugene the death penalty, um, and then I guess give the Alexandrians back, you know, their friends, and then they, I guess they go home. So what do, what do you think about the plan that she's trying to do? I, because I know the group, and she underestimates the tightness of the group, and even when they're not in each other's presence, a lot of times they're still on the same page and same accord, which is a lot of times trying to get back to each other, regardless of how separated they are. You know, we've been with this group for years, and there have been people that's left the group and, you know, eventually came back to the group, people that went out to find people that have, you know, they're out, they're out there kind of lost, and so... I think that she underestimates this group. I, you know, and from the, uh, I know we're going to go on, but from the beginning when she threatened Yumiko, I was like, oh, she's not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was like, oh, I know her and the love she has for the group. I was like, I could not see her going, doing that to Eugene 
and having the conscience to actually go through with it unless the threat you had was like a really serious one um and it's also you know one of the things for me when i look i go it's a from pamela's mind it's a good plan because she's used to not turn funny dealing with people that kind of think like she does that they're, they're, they're used to a lot of the privileges and the advantages of that society but they were like bitch we came from the outside like we had to deal with shit that y'all probably can't even imagine mm-hmm. you know because it's been so long since y'all have had to deal with the outside world and some of them you know may have stumbled across that place kind of at the beginning of of uh, of everything and so you know when you go 10 12 however many years that that place has been there you've not really had to deal with anything. And so they've had to deal with society, with, with going places, places t- going down, having to rebuild and all that stuff. And like I said, I think Pamela underestimated the ties and the connections and the real friendship because with Pamela, she is like, I tell people what to do. And they're like, no, we actually got each other's back. We actually are here for each other. Like, like the relationship is a completely different relationship. So uh, I, I hear everything you're saying. And I agree. I think that what I would say is I think the plan is stupid from Pamela's part. And here's why. They were already going to leave. Yeah, they were on their way she to She could have just let them leave. Yes. Like they were packing up to go. Mm-hmm. You're kidnapping people as they're packing up to go. Okay, that's number one. Um, number two, this whole like show trial bullshit to keep order this bread and circus shit, if it might as well be that wrestling match. Like if it works on those people, it's because those people are just basically brainwashed and soft. But in general, it's not that complex of a plan. Like you want to kill Eugene because you blame him for your son getting killed and you want to kill Max, but you don't think you should because it's going to look bad. Um, Both things you could have had done by your dirt people, both things. I mean, if you're willing to kidnap people, then just kill them people. Right. Um, it's not like you really care about justice and shit in that case. Mm-mm. You left Hornsby alive, which is uh, such a weird loose cannon move. Um, and then the last part of it is these Alexandrians can escape. They like you're gonna hold them for a month. Like you would have been better off kidnapping and killing everybody that night. Yeah. Because it, if you give our crew, we've seen them down bad. We've seen them with a twenty-eight to three deficit in the super bowl and come back and win we see like one person go okay i'm gonna fuck all y'all up like one person so why it looks like you're leaving a bunch of a bag of loose cannons you're just leaving a bag of loose cannons laying around like and we'll 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 control that and at the end if it's so at the end if you really fulfill your promise and let yumiko and everybody reunite they're gonna kill you yes they are they like Carol and Daryl will not be still be breathing and be like, well, she got us time to go home. I get, I understand why she had to kill Eugene. No, they're going to kill you. And it don't take many of them to, to fuck up that 50,000 people in there. It would not take them an afternoon to it, fuck in the up. whole place would be in chaos. Like right. they came in looking around going, mm, security kind of like, like they right. was looking like, Ooh, everything. Ooh, this place going like a lot of them. Like, Ooh, this place going to fall apart. I mean, I go with the program, but right. mm, child, we ain't, we ain't going to be here long. It's barbecue chicken out there. And right. so they, so, that's that's the reason I think her plan is stupid. I, 
it just feels stupid and like a thing you do when you care about optics. I'm not saying the plan is stupid in like, oh, the writing on the show. I mean, the plan is stupid in the, yes, this is what the Commonwealth would think is important, a fucking circus trial. That'll keep order. It's like, nah, you j- just kill the people if that's the case. Right. And, and, um, go ahead. You know, right. And it's also one of those things where I do agree with you that it is a stupid plan. I do agree if she quote unquote wanted to get rid of them as much as she said she did, she would have, like you said, let them walk. Cause you know what? They would have left and they would have never came. They didn't want to live there. Only a nope. few of them were even gonna stay. Yep, most of them. She would have only leave. had to worry about it seemed like Ezekiel, maybe. Yeah, because I think every majority Eze- well, I'm sorry. Ezekiel, Connie, Kelly, maybe Magda Magna, maybe. Right. Um, everybody else was either like Princess was leaving. Like I think Yumiko was gonna stay. Yumiko was just gonna stay. She wasn't gonna stay to help fight. No, like only a few of them wanted to like try to make the place better. Everybody else was stupid ass. I'm out. Decision. Yes, it was. So Pamela fucked up. Um, Mm -hmm. but back to this. Um, sorry, just a little sidebar there. No problem. I like side tangents. So uh, at the press conference, Yumiko has a prepared speech. Pamela's like, read the words. And Yumiko's like, it's all uh, bullshit theater. And Pamela's like, just make sure you know your lines. Uh, so they have like a little like tit for tat, you know, a little, you know. Like that goes, You know, I can respect how you stand up for your family and your people. That's what I'm trying to do. And then Yumiko's like, this, you're doing this for yourself. Um, in the audience is a bunch of townspeople, including Yumiko's brother, um of course none of the alexandrians and people are there because they kidnapped um and we know that yumiko's brother is a person that pamela is using to threaten yumiko in addition to the kidnapped people right so yumiko as she goes to take the stage hears the security walkie-talkie go off and the walkie-talkie says there are certain people that are still on the loose carol and daryl and hans hornsby i think um and that's enough for her to know, like, wait a minute. They don't got all my people. Because, you know. She was like, she lied to me. The way the way she made it sound like they literally caught everybody. And she knows enough that I'm not trying to be funny. That's like you got the big joker and the little joker. And you like, and she's like, oh, y'all. Oh, so they still out there. Oh, the two of them can do enough damage mm-hmm. to I know that. Anything I do, I'm going to do it for the group. I think that was the thing that actually changed her mind at yeah. that point in time. And so she gets up to get a speech. At first, she starts giving the, the, the speech like it was written. And then um, at one point, she uh, points to her, points out her brother mm-hmm. and goes off script. It makes him stand and s- make sure everyone recognizes him as a, a committed to the community and part a member of the community a doctor and her brother her brother her brother she's emphasizing this is my brother and then pamela doesn't like that shit they show her face and then yumiko finishes her speech by basically saying i'm going to defend eugene against the commonwealth because he didn't do it um and she walks over towards pamela and just drops the speech at her feet and says here's your speech and then walks off yeah and also i personally think the biggest reason why she had her brother stand up is because she wanted everybody to recognize her brother see her brother and if anything happens to him people will know okay that's her brother 
if you do something to him, they're going to be like, oh, you sham, you, you, you shamming, you know, what happened to a brother. Like people are going to demand things from you. So she basically, that was a way to protect her brother. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought happened. Like this is her way of saying, if he goes missing, y'all know that some, the, 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 some hijinks are afoot. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So now we go to the on the run portion, the, the action portion. Um, so we start with another montage this time. It's a Carol centric montage mm-hmm. with what I assume to be future Judy, but Judith, but could be someone else. Me too. Carol, uh, when it's done, Carol's in the bakery getting some food. So for their trip back to Alexandria. Yeah, she packing up. Meaning the the baddest bitch in the camp was about to leave. The white, impossible white man of the show. Come on. Was about to leave. This is another reason I say that fucking plan is stupid by Pamela's. Because yeah, what if, happens next? Oh. I mean, if, it, if, if Pamela was smart because she don't know the structure of the crew, she'd have got her first. <laughs> well, this is why I think why I say the plan is stupid. It's not about getting Carol first. It's Carol was about to leave and would have been nine the wiser of what the fuck was happening in those walls. True. She just would have yeah. been gone. You wouldn't have had to worry about anything. But nope. uh Carol but we'll but but the actions that Pamela's people take next make sure that Pam that Carol will be around. So Zeke comes in, Carol doesn't even have to turn around. She can tell it's him from his way he's walking, mm-hmm. his footsteps. Yep. And he said, Maybe you know me too well. Ha ha ha. She said, Well, I know you're not here to say goodbye because we already said goodbye. It's like, Well, I am here to give you some medical supplies for your trip back home. And she says, cool, I left you some, like, bagels or some shit. And she, she says, you know, like, Ezekiel. And she turns around, and Zeke is yep. gone. He gone. Like, it just got quiet. I was like, oh, shit. This was filmed so well and so fun and so cool. Because, like, you were looking through the bagels with her one second. The Zeke is gone the next. And my first thought was, Oh no, is Carol going crazy? Is she having hallucinations? Was Zeke not even there and she made him up? Oh no, this is going to be one of those weird episodes where they just make somebody do ghostly things and and you kind of hate it because they're messing with reality. Except it wasn't that. Someone had, someone bust in and tried to kidnap Carol, which means they already grabbed Zeke. Yeah, they they caught him because he was too busy looking at that ass, and mm-hmm. they they put that mask over him. Was like, oop, I got you. He was like, I don't want no bagel. I want some of them cakes, <laughs> them them sticky vanilla cakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need to swirl them anyway. So then, <laughs> um, the kidnapper guys can't catch Carol because it's Carol. She like beats him up a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, I hope y'all don't think y'all gonna get her. And she escapes, you know, um, like putting stuff like down so they can't open doors and shit just you know like a home alone shit yeah she's smart she's like oh mm -mm, i'm gonna make it difficult to get to me outside she ducks and hides as the guards look for her they can't find her she goes to find daryl um daryl is fighting for his life like r kelly getting interviewed by gail because it took it took two of them and uh when they panned around uh one of them was already dead i was like god daryl took one of them out was like oh word (laughs) Right, he he killed one of his attackers, and then he's struggling fighting the the other one. Uh, and the guys, it's a long for long fight that the guys kind of getting the upper hand of Daryl. But um, Carol comes over and knocks the guy off of Daryl. Then they get up, and the henchman that Daryl killed first, he turns into a walker and bites the other henchman because convenient zombies yes convenient zombies they do whatever the plot needs to do yep i'm here for it 
Uh, so the Kamiya <laughs> zombie, it morphs in record time and kills this man. And then Bo- Daryl stabs both of them through the head. And he turns to Carol. And he's like, Carol, they got the kids. And she's like, nigga, they got everybody. And then they're like, oh, shit. They run off right, together. They, they piece that together. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and Daryl's like, man, they took my, they even took dog right not dog um and they they're like you get some too dog <laughs> they immediately th- figure out these men work for pamela and daryl's first thought is to go to mercer yeah and carol says she's not sure about mercer would he turn them in would he help them they don't know the, you know which says a lot about mercer to me because he's he it's what print it's the prince's dilemma He's a good man that still wants to do what's right, but what's right to him is the the whatever his job demands of him, and that's right. that means you're not a good man because you got to know these things are wrong. Anyway, uh, so they say you can't go to Mercer. What are we gonna do? Carol's like, oh, I know one more person, and it's Hornsby. They're gonna go get Hornsby out of jail. And I was thinking this is a terrible plan. So Daryl and Carol take out. Now, why did you think it was a terrible plan? Because he can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, they know that, but it's one of those things where he can't be trusted. But also, he is dirty enough to where I think that they understand, well, we can actually use each other in this situation. I think he can't be trusted, but he, but he's like a person that, if you know what motivates somebody, you don't have to trust them. If I know what you'll do, I don't need to trust you. Like, it's like if I know that you'll go in my wallet and take $20 out every time I leave the room, right? I don't really have to trust you. I just take my wallet with me. You know what I mean? Or if I don't or if I don't care if you get the $20, I leave $20 in my wallet, you know, and you just steal it. So if I know what you're going to do, and I feel like there's a way where when Hornsby has certain things that are advantageous to him, you know what he's going to do. So you can't trust him. You're absolutely right. But you can't. But you can rely on him to use what he can to his advantage. True. And so we'll get you out of jail. You tell us where Pamela is taking our friends. Right. Feels like it to me a better plan than going to Mercer because Mercer to me is a guy that you could tell him everything and then he march your ass right into Pamela's office and be like, "Look what they were trying to do." You know. Yeah, that's true. And and you know with him. Uh, uh, with Hornsby, I think that they go, well, we know he knows where they are, you know, because this is sound like some shit that he would probably do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that's a big part of it. And then also, like, it's Daryl and Carol, so I don't think, like, if something go wrong, they'll be fine. Oh, yes. So, I, you know, to me, the only question was, like, can they really break in prison? But then I was like, nah, Daryl and Carol could break into prison. Yes, they In can. this place, they could definitely break into this prison. <laughs> right? With their lack of security. So, um, Daryl and Carol take out a couple guards at the prison. Uh, they get into Hornsby cell, and it's a gruesome mess. Sebastian the zombie is covered in blood, smeared on the floor all over his body. He's crawling because he's not like a walking zombie kind of thing. And, and he's, he's chained, too. He's still chained up to the corner, so he can't get to Hornsby. But Hornsby has been feeding the zombie his man, his dead man. And also, uh, Hornsby has his coin, and he's despondent. He's just looking at the coin, repeating, like, there's always a way, always a way out. There's always a way. Over and, and over and over again. Like, um, I was like, oh, he done lost it. 
Yeah, and at first I thought maybe he's putting on an act. You know, I was like, oh, he wants to look crazy in front of them, but he wouldn't have known they were coming and stuff. Mm-mm. And his men really are dead. And so he's like, oh, it's a path, always oh, a thing. And um, look, spinning the coin. Uh, Daryl goes and Batman on this nigga, just like, tell us where our friends are and start <laughs> like choking them and all kinds of shit. Just giving them, just giving them CTE like Batman does, criminals. Um, Carol takes over, but it's almost like when the Three Stooges take over. It, it's not really better. No one's not. Like, like Daryl was like pulling at the dude's scar that he left him on his face when he chopped him and shit. And then uh, uh, Carol puts a knife through his throat. Yeah, right. So everybody threatening the man. It was like airplane where they all take turns slapping that person. Right. It was like it's like no, I got it. Slap. Hey, get a hold of yourself. Get yourself together. No, I got it. Tell me my turn. Slap. Hey man, what are you doing? You going crazy? Slap, you know, that it felt like that, but uh she does get him to come back to reality for a second. Mm-hmm. And he cuz she's like, "Listen, we either got to kill you or you got to come with us. We can't let you be alive now that we've been here." Mm-hmm. So, come back to reality and tell us where our friends are. You dead? He's like, "I I'll show you where they are." He's like, "Y'all don't trust me anyway." So let me show y'all where my where your friends are, and that way y'all make let, like take me out of here instead of killing me right now. Because in his mind, if I tell you where they are, we'll stop y'all from killing me. Agreed. Uh, so he says, "I know a way out of this thing." Uh, he gets he's so he he's back in the game. He's paying attention again. He's Hornsby again. He has an ankle monitor on, but it's not like what we have where it tracks your location. It just sends radio signals that someone has escaped their cell. Mm-hmm. And it goes off as soon as you escape your cell. So he's like, Daryl goes to cut it off. And Hornsey says, you're going to have to cut off my leg. To which, you know, of course, Daryl's like, that ain't no problem. But Hornsey's like, and then what? Y'all going to carry me? So he's like, uh, Carol says, well, you better run fast. All right. Don't be fucking around. Uh, so then um, uh, he says, all right, I just need to do one thing first. And we see later the one thing was, crushing sebastian's skull uh even though daryl killed the zombie he right. just stabbed it in the head one time but he crushes the skull leaving and then puts his coin in the brain matter mm-hmm. just gross as hell and patine pate to the fullest um so um as they're escaping they get in the shootout daryl stays back to shoot the guards meaning carol and hornsby have to run out on their own carol doesn't want to leave them but you know, Daryl's like, I'm gonna be fine. You just, you know, you go. And we know he will be fine because it's Daryl. But mm-hmm. also, you know, I think the show wants us to see Carol and Hornsby alone. And he's a dangerous figure. What will he do to a Carol? Will he try to overpower her, try to escape, try to think he can reverse psychology her or something? Because he don't really know her either. Um, and so outside the walls, Carol and Hornsby are walking and he tries to sweet talk her. He's like, oh, man, the way you was killing them people, oh, you so smart. See, that's the thing. You special. You 10 steps ahead of everybody. That's what I like about you. That's what make you so dope. He, cool. was, he was talking too much because she, right. she put that gun out like, like it, I will blow your fucking brains out. The fuck is this? All this goddamn talking. What's wrong with you, sir? Yeah, he said, who else could have did what you did? I hope Daryl's okay. You know, it's, that's when she pulls her gun out and points it at him. Basically, like, nigga, stop playing. You know you don't think you don't even give a fuck about Daryl, so don't even try to that bullshit on me. 
Um, he's like, what? Maybe I'm just not operating at full capacity because I went through a traumatic ordeal. I fed my my man to the, the my son, my boss's son. And she's like, um, nah, don't like stop trying to fucking sweet talk me or whatever the fuck. Just show me where we need to go. And finally, he's like, well, shoot me then. You know, fuck. Good luck finding your friends. But before they can have a confrontation, uh, they see a caravan of soldiers, security guys on their vehicles, and they're patrolling for them. And so Hornsby's like, I know a secret way we can escape, but you just got to trust me. And she hesitates at first, but then basically like, fuck it. What what other? They're going to find us if we stay in the field. Mm-hmm. What other choice do I have? Right. And basically, it's like a pathway that they don't use anymore. It's like almost decommissioned because they were saying how it was so unstable. It had a few collapses, so don't nobody even go the pathway. Right. It looks like a, like a, almost like a cave or a big sewer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and inside of it, he does another like round of trying to talk, talk his way and ingratiate himself. But he also brings up a valid question that I believe he doesn't care about, which is okay. Y'all take out Pamela Milton and the leadership of the Commonwealth. Then what? What y'all going to do with the 50,000 people that live here? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know them. My last name is Bennett. I'm not in it. Uh, she's like, not my problem, sir. And he's like, what about the kids then? And we know Carol do love the kids. Don't she, though? So she goes quiet, but she doesn't, like, answer him or not answer him. I wondered if this is his, <clears throat> his bid to run the Commonwealth. Like, this is him doing this thing again where I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that. But really, he won't ever be happy until he's ruling the Commonwealth as basically a tyrant, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's like, somebody need to help the kids and all this stuff. And she's basically, I'm not talking, thinking about all that. Then a smell is so bad, it basically makes everybody shut up. He looks up. There's skin from a walker sitting on like a just, su- just a suitcase or something. Just skin. Just just walker skin. And yeah. it didn't look like the whisperer mask. It's mm-hmm. like an actual just the skin, skin of a walker fell off or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they end up getting into a basically a scuffle with zombies. One of them grabs Hornsby's leg. No, and and and. Uh, it doesn't bite him, but he he just can't get loose, and he starts yelling because he's not like them, you know. He's, nope, he's he ain't soft. about that life, <clears throat> which draws more out, right? And so then Carol ends up having a fight off some of the walkers, and I and of course they've now added an element of fear to the show that wasn't there last week, which is. Now that I know variant walkers exist, I'm looking at the walkers close to be like, did that walker fucking slap her hand away or did it like, you know, like, is that walker going for her gun? I don't know. Right. But uh, these were just regular walkers it seemed. Uh, but he gets loose from the walker that grabs his leg, disappears. Carol's flashlight falls down like another part of the cave. Carol pulls out her gun, shoots a bunch of zombies in the face, struggles with fighting the last one. Hornsby and the skin started peeling. I was gonna get to oh, it, my bad. but yeah. Um, Hornsby has the flashlight that Carol dropped, but he's way in the back. He got her back <laughs> way in the back. <laughs> he's like, I'm way back here. I'm shining the light. He started shining light. She was yeah. like, the hell? He was like, I, I just want you to see. Right. And so she goes to rip the like fight struggle fight the zombie. She goes to like rip at the zombie to push it off of her and its skin comes off like chicken skin it just stopped peeling cool yeah. special effect 
It was it was real gross. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> but real cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Oh my god, it was such a cool special effect. Um, so then Hornsby apologizes for not helping, but says, "I had to hold the light so you could see." They run out of the tunnel uh, that the walkers are following them out of, which is this is interesting because we don't see those walkers again in the next scene because. As soon as they get out of there, security must have heard the gunshots. Yes. They surround Carol and, and Hornsby. And like I said, it was it was just like a weird thing because normally when they show like walkers doing that or something, they normally show the walkers come up later or something. But the I guess the walkers can hit something. They just turned, took a left <laughs> and didn't follow Carol and, and Hornsby. It was like, ooh, too far. I'm tired. Right. All right. Time um, to take a nap, guys. So then um, the these are dirty cops. Like these security people, uh, Mercer's not around. Mm-hmm. And they, they're not was, trying to follow no rules. I don't know if it's Pamela's people or they just lazy, but they was like, radio in to the tower that we found Hornsby and Carol, and they put up a fight, and they got killed in the resistance. And I was like, damn, they just going to kill them. But, of course, before they can do that, my man Daryl pulls up and kills a bunch of them um, from behind. Yeah, because he was up and he wanted the trucks. Yeah, he, you know, he, Dar- my man Daryl, they, they, we knew he was going to be fine when he said, go without me. Mm-hmm. We, uh, he'll come up. He'll be catching up to you when you need him. So, uh, yeah, he may not came when you need it, but he was on time and shot them motherfucking security people. Yes, he did. Uh, after they shoot the security people, Daryl joins the crew. Daryl sees that there's only two people guarding this structure where maybe they're planning on holding up for the night or something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, I, I don't think they thought their people were there because Hornsby's still alive. And he's like, okay, so your people ain't down there. Your people, I know the path. Like, the path forks off a couple ways, but it goes to our train. Commonwealth is building a train, um, laying tracks and stuff that so that the working train will connect all the communities together, uh, making the Commonwealth's reach grow bigger and bigger. That's the you know I guess a big secret they haven't been bringing up all this time, right? Um, and it makes you think. Wait a minute, people been going and disappearing. It wasn't just people running down in that damn house. People been going and disappearing. Maybe they're using their labor to build the train. Yep. And when they when they excommunicate people to kick people out of the community, they probably take them there. Right. So. So they don't actually let them quote unquote go out and open anymore. And to an extent, it's smart because we let you go out, you might come back mm. and be. I hate slavery. Um, yeah, that's what it is, it's slavery. Yeah, and I think this is one of those moments Message. where they've done a great job of just a send up of America. The Commonwealth is just so America. It's secretly founded on slavery that no one talks about, and they're still using slavery, uh, disappearing people and putting them in wherever this fucking labor camp is or something, um, making them work on a train. Now, Hornsby fucked up because, and he didn't know it yet, but they was basically like, well, you you can go ahead and go because he's like, well, we're going to take over the Commonwealth. We're going to make it better. He's, he's like, no, we're not. He's like, I already got a campaign slogan. Uh, and they're like, we don't care about that shit. You don't get to be here. Get out. He's like, oh, come on, man. Y'all going to kill me. 
And there, Carol's like, we might not kill you. You can run. And he's like, how? And do what? Like, uh, and she was like, go. You a smart guy. Go fucking survive in the Z Pac outside like we did. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I made mistakes. I know that, but I'm not who I. That's not who I am anymore. That guy's gone. He died back in that cell. I won't make it out of here. And they're like, uh, Daryl says, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. He said, I make. I won't make it out there. Yeah, I won't make it out there. He says, good. And Carol's like, listen, man. You got a chance being out there, so go leave. He goes to leave. He's passing the Jeep that I guess they stole or one of the people's Jeeps. Um, he's passing the Jeep. There's a gun in the back of the Jeep. He tries to grab the gun to shoot both of them. Because at the end of the day, this motherfucker is just like the coin in the brains. This motherfucker right here, Hornsby, he's so full of audacity, man. He... He want to, he wants that manual leadership in the Commonwealth. And it wouldn't matter if Pamela kicked him out or not. If you don't kill someone like this, they're gonna they're come just back. gonna be a problem. Um and Carol was already thinking it because she shot this motherfucker with a bow before he could even pull the trigger on that gun. Right in the neck. I was like, oh, and I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I think that they really would have let him leave. Yeah, I think so, too. And just leave and just be like, okay. We'll never know for sure, but I I lean towards they would have let him leave. But the way the arrow hit him, felt like that arrow might have been in the air before he even turned around. (laughs) Like, that that motherfucking arrow hit this nigga so quick, (laughs) y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like oh we know we can't trust you like right. we, like like the second he passed and she seen that she was like Mm-mm. he looked like he was like how about the oh damn you got, almost got me and so he was dead and they leave him in the ground bleeding out uh gonna soon turn into a zombie mm-hmm. and the last scene is a bus full of people wearing those kidnapped hoods uh when they say they got everybody i mean they caught everybody yeah, I didn't see Dog, but I assumed Dog was there. Um, uh, but that's probably just because I didn't rewind. Uh, but yeah, they basically they had a guy on the, a soldier that was taking needles and sticking each one of them with drugs to make sure they were passed out the whole ride. Mm-hmm. And we see him stick Ezekiel last with with a with the knockout juice. Yeah, and I think maybe some of that too was in case people may have been familiar with the area or something yeah. like that just so they would have So they won't know their surroundings and be right. able to get back to the Commonwealth probably. Agreed. Um but yeah, that's and that's the end of the show. It was a heck of an ending. A lot of action. I know I tried to describe it to you, but some of the action you'd have to see. Yes. The chicken skin walkers was amazing. amazing that was effect. really neat. Um, what are you looking forward to next week? I am looking forward to see what's what's happening to the people at the railroad track. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the sound of the man working on the chain <laughs> gang. Yeah, I'm and, looking forward to to uh, Carolyn Darrell. Favorite. I'm looking forward to some slavery. Carolyn Dare gonna fuck them up because I was like, the two people were actually because they were their team functions. I don't think it would have mattered which two you left. Any I two think, that yeah. was free, yeah. they was like, we going to get our goddamn people. I honestly feel like that's the point. That's the place we're at right now where it don't even really matter. Uh, you leave Judith alive. Everybody getting free. Um, everybody but, getting some. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do next week. Uh, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.